listener production. Hello and welcome to Something Wild. I'm Angie and this is Josh. How are you doing? And we like to get together and put a bit of an inspiration guide, some skills advice, some tips, tricks, locals' knowledge in spending more time in the nature. And this week, I wanted to get one back because I feel like you get some cheap blows while we, we've got the uh, the recording going. What? Uh, I would never abuse my knowledge and abilities in a broadcast situation, ever. So I wanted to put something back on you because you said something recently to me uh, about not spending enough time in the nature. And just because I'm an outdoors guide... You know, it doesn't mean that I want to be working when I've got days off. So I'm going to give you a few different options for finding nature in an urban environment so that you can do it all by yourself and you don't need me. I like this already. Independent woman that I am. All right. So this week we are looking at finding ways to get that awe and wonder of spending time in nature without straying too far from our urban environments that we live in. In fact, I'm keeping it within 10 kilometres of the city centre of Bunbury. So I'm going to give you four really great walks that at different times of the year, you're going to see some really spectacular stuff, all within 10 k's of Bunbury. So the first one is Manea Park, near Manea College there. Um, And it's a really significant bit of bushland and habitat. And there's a, a really great 2.3k loop walk that you can do. Home to several threatened species, including the forest red-tailed black cockatoo. Both the species of white-tailed cockatoo are found there as well. And like you said, very, very special area. Yeah. And coming into spring, um, if you're out on that hike there, um, there's a good chance that you can come across some wildflowers and orchids um, and you know, when you're out looking for these things, in this area around Bunbury, we have a pretty rare orchid. It's called the King Spider Orchid. So do a quick Google, check out what it is, um, and keep your eyes open for that because, you know, there are some, some flower frothers out there that would love to see if you found one and take a picture and post it up in the groups. I'm glad you mentioned this trail particularly as well, Josh, because it's maybe an hour. Like, we can find an hour in our week to go and walk around Manea Park. It's 2.3 k's as well, so that's a very leisurely hour walk. Um, you don't need any experience. It's not remote. You're still in service. You're still in signal. You wouldn't take a first aid kit. You wouldn't take a PLB. You don't need anything apart from runners and some water to enjoy that. So that's beautiful. And would, you're right. I, I would need to take do my it. phone with me as well, just so that I can get in touch in case I get bit by a snake. Now, that's the thing with all of these walks. I've chosen them because they're, they're all loop walks. So you can drive your car there. Get out of the car, do your walk, and you'll end back at the car. So the next one we're going to have a look at is a very special place for me. Uh, Big Swamp, and there's a 2K loop walk there. Now, you know, there's people who live around Big Swamp, and they probably don't utilise it enough because it's a really, really special place that we have, right? Smack bang in suburbia. Um, It's home to 
over 60 species of birds, including... That, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, including grebes, herons, purple swamp hens, and my favourite, ducks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, what I love about big swamp, and there is a little swamp as well, not as impressive, but it's there, it's completely rehabbed. It's an amazing sign of what we as humans can do when we want to restore an area of nature back to its original glory. And Big Swamp's an amazing success story. And I just want to do a shout out for all the friends of the Big Swamp that keep the amazing work going and do so much work. But yeah, it used to be a landfill site and the water levels went up, drainage channels got changed in the 70s. And yeah, it was it was all a little bit hectic and a, a little bit awful. And now look at it. It's amazing. Frogs, birds, reptiles, all sorts. A couple of my favourite bits, those couple of sections of boardwalk that sort of weave their way through the paper barks in the swamp there, they're really special, as well as there's a couple of bird hides that are just a nice spot. Like I said, it's only a 2K walk, so it'd probably take you about half an hour to do the full lap. Highly recommend just, even if you're not a bird watcher, just head out to the bird hide, sit down for half an hour, just sit quietly and just enjoy uh, the bird life that you can see. And if you're not a twitcher like Josh is and you're a bit of a turtle fan like I am, you can actually become a turtle tracker and help save the snake-necked turtle, which makes its home there. It's a project funded by Lottery West and it's upskilling the community to track turtles and conduct important population and predation tracking surveys across regional WA as well as Perth. And Big Swamp is one of the very few homes and locations of these beautiful snake neck turtles so keep an eye out for them too if you do want to volunteer um, just google it you'll find it i've started inland at manea we've come further towards the coast with big swamp the next one i want to talk about is the maidens walk ah um so maidens you know down towards usher withers that end of bunbury you've got a couple of really large sand dunes and a beautiful 2K loop if you can find the return track. I know someone here who got lost trying to find the return track. Happily. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a wonderful walk. There's a bunch of tracks all through there, and you, you're sort of zigzagging your way onto those high dunes, and you get a great view back of the city or all the way across Geograph Bay. Um, and you see that, that the changing biome. So you come from that Chewett Forest when you're on uh, the inland side of the dunes and then you pop up and then you pop into some of the more, the banksias, you know, the coastal banksias like the bull banksia or the candle banksia. And it's a really special walk and really lovely. I love that. And again, uh, coming into wildflower season, uh, home of some native orchids as well. So lovely to go and get your wildflower spotting eyes out. They're all pretty short walks. Like you said, you know, on average, I like to work, work it out that you'll walk about 4Ks an hour without a pack or anything, just as a, a gentle stroll. So they're all maybe half an hour. So you could probably do a couple of loops of those. But if you are looking for something a little bit longer, and I know how much you are an ocean frother, Ange. So the last one I've got for you is the Kumbana Bay Mangrove Walk. And it's a 5K loop around Leshenol Inlet. What I think is really special about this one, and, and I think perhaps a lot of people in this area don't realise how significant 
uh, the, that Leshenal Inlet is, is because white mangroves are usually found north of Shark Bay. Now, that's 800 k's north of where we are, yet we have this really healthy, thriving uh, population of white mangroves smack bang, like, in town. We can see it from the studio window here. When I first moved to the southwest and you, I came into the entrance of Bunbury from that big main roundabout. Kumbana Drive. Yeah, and then there's the Kumbana Bay and the Dolphin Discovery Centre and there's that whole inlet there and people ride bikes and paddle boarding and just about every time you drive past in summer, you'll see a dolphin. Like it is just absolutely magical. And I love that boardwalk because it puts you amongst those mangroves. I just couldn't believe there were mangroves this far south. Like I said, that is what makes the Leshnal Inlet internationally significant. And it's habitat to... Obviously, you mentioned you see dolphins in there. Um, it's also habitat to a lot of water birds. But the really special part is the the microfauna. So a lot of the time we get caught up in looking at the big, cute, fluffy, furry, dolphiny creatures. But keep an eye out for the smaller, the insects, the creepy crawlies, because they're what really show us the health of areas. And those creepy crawlies that we see, the some of those um, those water creatures and critters that we see around those mangroves are really contributing to the health of Leshnal Inlet there. And I think that if you get out and do all these walks, you'll have a whole new appreciation for quite literally your own backyard here in Bunbury. And what's pretty cool with the inlet walk, I might say, is you've got all the barbecue facilities. So you can BYO and spend time in the nature and it's not going to cost you anything other than what you were cooking for dinner anyway. There's heaps of children's playgrounds. So if you want to come bring the kids down, yeah, they're getting a run around as well and looking at the sandpit and you're also out there enjoying beautiful scenery and making yourself feel better and less stressed. It's dog friendly. There are toilets wherever you need them. There's shady areas. Uh, there's heaps of car parks, there's lookouts, there's a viewing platform. It's really special and it's accessible and free for everyone. If you've not tried any of these walks, if you've not explored your own backyard, these are all things, especially now that the days are getting longer, these are the sort of walks that you can knock out in an afternoon. Finish work, if you've had a stressful day, you'll probably find that nothing will work quite as well as a half hour, hour long, just a little walk in nature and and take your time. Keep an eye out for some of the really special things that we have. And you never know, you might be the one who sees a king spider orchid. And if you do, bloody let us know. (laughs) But don't post it on Facebook. (laughs) And take photos. You don't need to pick it, obviously. Oh, yeah, don't pick it. Just take a photo of it. There you go. So I'm throwing it back to you. Because you don't need an outdoor guide to do those, Ange. You can do those on your own. Yeah, you're right. And uh, head out at my bum. It's just making time for it in whatever way I can do it that week. So thank you for the, very much for the inspiration. I can't wait. And get out there and try something wild. A listener production.